Warning, this mini movie review contains fun language, weird situations, glorious red mustaches, singing sisters, creepy mechanical twins, the evil machinations of the orphan protective services, and Switzerland. Switzerland. Listener discretion is advised. Spark and Mini Movie Review, The Willoughbys. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mini Movie Review, Sparkin's podcast where we talk about new and recent films and give you a little overview of what's going on without going over a few review. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up? Hey, it's Greta. And we're back again for another fun-filled episode and this has actually been coming for a while because we haven't done a mini movie review in a while. Because we haven't been able we to... haven't been to movies in a while. No. So we were trying to avoid doing what everyone else is doing and watching stuff on... And reviewing it just straight up on Netflix because all the new movies. But we broke down and we said we're going to start doing it. So we started off with one which seems endearing and fun and weird. And we thought that would be a good way to start. But if you want to listen to any of our early other mini-movie reviews or listen to our Bondathon, where we've been reviewing... All the old James Bond movies. You can, or our manga reviews, or game reviews, or anime reviews. You can check them out at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, and various other social media sites. Just type in S P I R E K E N, and you'll find us. Like us, follow us, and always feel free to comment and let us know what you think about the episodes. And if you have any rants or questions, you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com. And finally, one more thing, if you want to do something kind of cool, you can go to tinyurl.com forward slash help zan, that's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. And you go there and it'll lead to our Apple podcast site where you can leave comments and concerns and statements. Leave some. It's like putting a tip in the chip jar and just gives me a little motivation to keep this podcast going that we've been doing since 2008. So, besides that, I think that's it. We've, well, for those who don't know, Sparkins podcast that provides informative reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. Pretty much what that means is every episode we talk about one or two different topics and we tell you the pros and cons about it. How the art style is, the overarching narrative, the visuals, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. And during this time when we're all social distancing, it's kind of been... Hard to find stuff to look at and watch because there is so much. If you have the internet and you have a bunch of streaming services or cable, there's a lot you can watch right now because it's binge worthy time. Because the world is coming together and saying, if you're stuck inside, watch this. Pretty much. And there's a lot of stuff bombarding you. And so we've figured out we're going to start showing, talk about some of the stuff that's out and if they're worth. We want to give you something to watch other than Tiger King. Tiger King, because a man saw a tiger, and the tiger saw a man, and Carol Baskin ate someone? You mean that Tiger King? Yes. Like, we could talk about the, the uh, doc, some documentaries like the Monopoly Millionaires documentary, which is kind of horrific and amazing at the same time, and also makes you wonder why you spent so much money during that time. You weren't guaranteed it, but... Yeah. We digress. Yes, yeah, so we are talking about a new film... Which was directed by Chris Pern and produced by Brenda Gilbert and Luke Carroll. And it's actually been also produced and narrated by Ricky Gervais. 
Now, if you don't know Ricky Gervais, he is the original um, office manager from the TV show The Office from the UK. He is like the proto Michael Scott, but unlike Michael Scott from the American Office, where he's just kind of like an idiot, Ricky Gervais's character in The Office. David Brandt is more of a, I'm going to say things that are really inappropriate and I think are funny, but they're not funny and it gives you super cringe. So like Michael Scott, he's just stupid. This is super cringy and a lot of his humor is cringy. Like you may know him in other things like Night at the Museum. He was the boss of Ben Stiller. He's also in a movie called uh, Ghost Town, where he speaks to dead people. There's um, The Invention of Lying, which is about a world where lying doesn't exist and he's a liar. And a few other uh, things as well. Who else is in this movie? You have Sean Collins, or Sean Collins. He's a comedian, and he has two roles, playing kind of the same character. Uh, You have Jane Krakowski, who... I like Jane Krakowski. Uh, I had to look up the fact that she was also, like, she's in National Lampoon's Vacation as their cousin. I didn't know that. But a lot of people know her from 30 Rock, and she's, how would you describe her in general? Her I like her. She's the funny, pretty blonde. She, she was in Allie McBeal. She, is she like the dumb blonde, or is she more the sinister blonde? Like, she would go against, uh, Kristen, not Kristen Wiig, um, uh... Other lady, uh, not Kristen Wiig, other one. Um, the one who became an author from SNL with glasses, pretends to be Sarah Palin. I don't know, but she's also in Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, but she's just, I don't know. She's, she does a very uh, pretentious voice in this one, which works. And then you have Martin Short, who's been let out of Hollywood jail to come back to doing voice acting. Because last time we knew him in when he did Jiminy Glick and he got ousted from Hollywood. We haven't heard from him in a while. But he's back. And he's, um... Why was he ousted? Uh, as Jimmy Glick, he, he pretended to be Jimmy Glick, an interviewer, and he insulted a lot of famous directors and people. Like, he's became very mean and rude. So. Oh. But he's back and he apparently cleaned up his act because he's doing a kid's movie. Pays to be nice to people. Hey, that's the, the, that is the mantra of our next person who discovered if you're a jerk, you're not going to get anywhere. But if you're nice, good things happen. Yeah. We're talking about the man with the muscles himself, the guy who loves singing Vanessa Carlton. Uh, Derry Cruz is in this movie. And he's, he's like really funny in this. And he's playing a very different role. He's kind of like a, like a weird dad Willy Wonka-esque character in this. Um, you have Alyssa Cara in this, and I'm surprised because she's not an actor. She's a singer, and she does a very good job playing... Great voice, too. Yep, she plays a young girl. You have Maya Rudolph in this, and she... Like, I have kind of a love-hate relationship with Maya Rudolph because I like her in a lot of stuff, but there's some things I don't like her in. Like, I think she's a great actress, but she does pick some weird roles that are a little bleh at times. But I do like her, and she is a great voice actress and a great actress. And then finally we have Will Fort, or Forte. Um, a lot of people know him from Last Man on Earth. I, like, he is, like, he's great in this, but in general, I don't like him. <laughs> he's just kind of like the creepy, your creepy roommate who, like, is a troglodyte. But, so, this movie, 
uh, has been in development for a while because they got in 2015 they got the rights for this and they wanted to make it. And this is kind of a stop motion animation looking picture. It looks very similar to Hotel Transylvania, uh, the new Adams Family, and it has this. Very... I like this art style. Yeah, it looks stop motion, but it's CG and it's well done. And it's very, it's not realistic at all. It's, they're very strange shapes. The characters are very different looking like... Pointy noses, yarn hair. Yeah, like they look like they're made of yarn. Uh, a couple characters look like they're made out of like um, cotton candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, another person looks, their hair looks billowy. And then you have the whole look of the uh, OCC, or OV, was the OVP? OPS, the OPS, where they look like aliens. They're all evil and sinister looking. <laughs> but but I like this. So, what is the Willoughby's about? So, the whole premise is you have a family called the Willoughby's that were once known for being adventurers and a very loving family that cared about each other. The other thing they were known well for is their mustaches. Everybody would have a mustache. Wives, children, adults, daughters. Very mm. weird. Very um, character. The, the whole family is very, um, <clears throat> has the same, like, kind of physical traits, kind of long and lean, with this very distinctive red-orange hair. And so the men and some women in the family are known for their huge red-yarn, orange-red mustaches. So the whole thing is that this family has been known for this for generations, from the age of the Vikings. And the present-day family, unfortunately, does not follow that because... The, they love each other. Uh, yeah, the husband and wife, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Willoughby, love each other completely. They are each other's existence. However, their love for each other is ruined one day when they have a child. Who, unfortunately, Mr. Willoughby and Miss Willoughby are horrified by this thing of the child... And they end up leaving it to its own devices and says, listen, you are Willoughby, that is your life. Good good day, sir, and before I forget, your name is Tim. And uh, that's it. And so this child is left to live in the house and is a Willoughby, but does his own thing. This happens with a loving family, obviously. More children come by, and each one are treated horribly. Um, you have our oldest character, Tim, who is kind of the... He cares about his family, cares about the legacy, and he's the one who tries to keep his family, like, take care of his younger siblings. However, he's also the one that when things go wrong, the younger siblings say, he did it, and he gets in trouble. So, they cause problems, he gets in trouble, which is kind of abusive. Uh, you have the middle sister, uh, the, or the middle daughter, who is a singer. She loves to sing. And she's very, like, her thing's about the why. Why or what if. And then finally you have their two younger siblings who are twins. Who, uh, as you can guess with this family, because they're very just like, your name is Tim. Your name is Jane. Um, the parents are too busy being in love with each other to think up two different names for a pair of twins. So they are known as Barnaby. Like they're both Barnaby. And Not even Barnaby 1 and 2, just Barnaby and Barnaby. And they're weirdos who like making weird inventions. But they all have to be secretive, be quiet. They never, 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 never... But the siblings love each other. They stick together. 
and they know it's like them versus the parents. But don't they, make noise. Don't, don't be a nuisance. Don't bother them. Don't ask for food because they eat leftovers, but there's never any leftovers. So they have to steal food. And when they steal the food, obviously the siblings say, Tim did it. And then Tim gets in the coal bin. And from there, things look very bad. However, after an incident, which we're not going to spoil, um, the kids get an idea to send their parents off to on an adventure where they may not come back. They're going to orphan themselves. Because they, the whole thing is they'd be a great family if they didn't have those parents. So they send them off to well, essentially a death mission and think, we're fine, we're now no, not in charge, we're fine, uh, no parents in charge, we're in charge, everything is good. But then a problem occurs. Their parents have hired... A nanny! ...to take care of them. But not and a good nanny. And craziness ensues. We don't want to do spoilers. We're not going to spoil anything, but it just gets from here, it goes crazy. Uh, some things including uh, sharks... Uh, an unclimbable mountain. There is a magnet um, candy maker with a huge mustache. And a lot of other craziness happens in this movie. Uh, also, you have the threat of the uh, orphan protective services who will want Which to... Which is like child protective services? But they want to separate the family because they don't have a parent. They have a nanny. So it becomes a whole thing of them trying to stay a family while everything is kind of going against them. And, of course, you have their nanny, who's actually maybe the best thing for them, but they don't appreciate it at the time. And it's actually a very cool, interesting movie, which deals with family dynamics. It's based on a very uh, unique story. And it's just, it's a very fun movie where it's a lot of craziness happens. I like the family dynamic is... Starts off being very traditional, husband and wife, kids, and they talk about foster children, they talk about adoption, they talk, there's different types of families in there. You know, there's, there's one where there's two dads with kids, there's um, a mixed race couple that's referred to as the perfect family with two, two kids and a dog I mean, you have like, families who just put their kids in vr and let them just absorb all the crap the, but it's it talks about all the different types of what can make somebody a family or make pe join people together to make them families and, and it, i really liked that aspect and it's a very it's a it's almost like a fable and it's well done i think uh, i i I have to admit, I want to read the book after reading this. The parents are horrible. Oh, they are horrible. And Martin Short and, um, what is her name? Uh, and Jane Krakowski do an amazing job playing this couple who they're horrible to their kids. But they love each other. And that's something you cannot deny. They love each other. Even though it's kind of weird hearing the dad make those weird noises. <laughs> that's kind of weird. She's like, nope, we're not doing that. They're quirky. They're quirky and they love each other. Each one has their own little eccentricities, like the um, the twins, uh, the Barnabys, are very, uh, they're super intelligent, but they also, one of the funny running jokes is that their parents made them one sweater. Now, the whole thing with the parents are weird, they make yarn, a uh, whole the, subplot. The mom knits the entire movie. Yeah, her thing is knitting and she knits using her husband's hair. So each child has a 
sweater that she's knit them, except the twins have one. And and, and so, but it's a running joke that they have to keep switching the the knit coat over and over again. And it's it's not. And this isn't out of love that she made them. It's just because they came out wrong. It's like I mean, she's just knitting. She's just knitting, and she's crazy. Uh, and every character is memorable and different, and there's even some strangeness. And Ricky Gervais is playing a tabby who's kind of like following them around. And I love that at some points he, well, he breaks the fourth wall a lot. And at one point he actually says, I know I'm not supposed to get involved, but you know what? What the hell? I'll do it. And this is a good film for kids and for adults, I think. Oh, yeah. There was stuff in there that was really funny. Yeah. It's really funny. It's very uh, dynamic. And it it plays really well with a lot of the little tropes and funny things going on in it. I will say, if you have a chance, check it out. It is on Netflix. It's only on Netflix, but you can, if you have Netflix or have a free subscription, watch it. It is a great film. Um, is it a... Were there any issues with it? Um, actually, it's... Not going too far into it, but I think this is a really, really, really freaking cool. Yes, 100%. I agree. It's different, it's fun, and it's a great movie I like for the families. world that they built. They're, they live in a city, but the family has had this old-fashioned house forever. So, like, the city has been built up around this house. And every character looks different, and they're very uh, unique designs for everything. Uh, from a candy factory to the orphan services building... To, uh, as we said, the Willoughby Manor. It looks very... They're all different, they're all unique, and they're all specific designs. Uh, A lot of people... There are some characters that are a little overbearing than others. Some people may really like Tim. Some may really hate Tim. Uh, Jane, I found... like I I, love Jane. I liked her for a little bit, but there's something she did that, like, she would throw Tim under the bus constantly. And that was... And I'm a younger sibling, and I usually be like, I would throw my older sibling under the bus. But it just seemed for her, it was like, wow. It's like, you could throw the younger ones under the bus, too. And I did not feel that way. I liked her. But yeah, I think the best characters were the Barnabies, though, because they're just so weird and strange and fun. It's... I would actually like to see the... The Willoughbys? The Barnabies. Uh, the Willoughby's, I think the Barnaby's are fun and crazy and weird. Like, they make a, a nanopult at one point. Now, I'm not going to explain what the nanopult is, but it's, like, super creative what they do with it. But I would like to see them interact with the um, Adams family from the the movie from last year. That would be interesting. They should go to camp together. Yeah, I think they would have a blast. But, yeah, that's what I thought. If you've watched this, let us know what you think. Email me at zan, X-A-N, at spirekin.com. If you have Netflix and you have not watched it, watch it. It's a good one. Yeah, watch it. Enjoy it. Let us know what you think. And tell us what you think about the songs in it. Because there's some really good songs in this movie. And also, what do you think about Terry Crews' character? Uh, Commander Melanoff. Who he's just... We didn't even talk about him, but he's just... Oh, he's hilarious. Terry Crews is so awesome. He is really cool. And he's done some really cool roles and some really strange roles. But... We digress. So I think that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. We are Gonsville. Keep watching movies. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. All of my life, I thought I was right. 
Choose you.